Join us as our heroes venture through the lands of Godrath. Hey guys, welcome to our first episode of Heroes of Baldurath. We're getting Sweet. everything figured out. Um, so we're going to do some character introductions. Let's start with um, Henry. Should we introduce ourselves first? Probably. Okay, yeah. so I am Stuart. I'm the DM. I'm going to be running these campaigns. I hope you guys enjoy them. Uh, All right, who's next? The top of the list, yo. <laughs> oh shoot, Donkles, you're up. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I, hi guys, I'm Henry. Uh, I'm going to be playing a TL fling warlock named Rawala Siros. Uh, I'm Baxter. I'm going to be playing a human wizard named Heath Starbrow. The name is non-negotiable. Screw you. <laughs> I'm Indy. I'm going to be playing a human cleric called Alban Malrakir. I'm Sean. I'm going to be playing a human fighter called Adrian Krauss. I am Tristan. I'm going to be playing a male Goliath monk. He's not an airbender. He's a monk. So like an airbender? Or no. He is not an airbender. Until the fire nation attacks. I am not an airbender. <laughs> What's the airbender's name? Uh, it's Algu Gonbold. Algu Gonbold? <laughs> He's Mongolian. He can throat whistle. He's monk. <laughs> <laughs> Classic <laughs> airbender. <laughs> what is airbending? <laughs> airbending in all but the. Listen, I know my two abilities consist of unbroken air and gale spirits, but it's just a coincidence. This is really not helping you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try and keep an overall story for you guys, but at the same time, I really want um, character backstories to come through. So I'm going to do my best for that. Um, if you guys would help me out, that would be great. <laughs> Role-playing would be good. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give a quick intro to where you guys are. You all have been recruited for your mandatory military service required of all citizens of Guardbrath. For the past year or so, you've been assigned to Overseer Merfellis' land under Captain Shulbrek of Fort Red Rock. With the exception of a surge of refugees due to a power struggle between the reptilian humanoids from Greenpoint Lake, not much has been eventful during your time here. Due to these refugees, your efforts have been focused on maintaining the peace and order of Fort Red Rock. Fort Red Rock is a large dwarven stronghold, resulting from the hollowing out of a red stone plateau. There is but one grand staircase carved out giving access to the city. Several gatehouses and portcullises along its route would make it very difficult to siege. On top of the plateau resides large markets, as well as many buildings integral to the Empire. The human population of the fort, along with a handful of gnomes and a speckling of elves, tend to dwell here. The streets are paved with quartz grates to allow farms to be kept here just under the surface of the plateau, sheltering the plants from winds that are known to pick up. Below these farms lie many more layers of buildings, home to dwarves and the majority of other races. You have been tasked to keep this fort safe and our members of the Rift Watch. All right, so you guys have spent a long day. Um, you, this Today was your uh, day to, your day off. And um, I wanna hear what your, your guys were doing during your grand day off. 
Well, uh, question. Been... Yeah. Was it the half like reptilian people? Were they the refugees that were protecting, or was it refugees caused by an attack of these reptilian people? Oh, okay. So there's a power struggle up to the northwest of you guys at a place called Fort Green Lake. The refugees were coming to Fort Red Rock. So it's really been pretty uneventful. The refugees are what? Like humans and elves that were driven out by... like. You mentioned like lizard folk, I think. Yes, the lizard folk and elves had a power struggle with the okay. kobolds and the dwarves. You guys were far enough away that it didn't affect you guys directly. So there was a whole bunch of kobold... Um, Refugees. Yes, they're kobold. Oh, kobold refugees. Okay. Yep. So, what were you guys doing on your day off? Let's start with um, Rowalla. Uh, I'm probably in the in the local library researching history because I'm a freaking <laughs> nerd. Uh, nerd. Nerd. Super nerd. Yep, super nerd over here. Okay. What about Alban? Um. I think I'm going to uh, go to the cemetery, hang out there, and just kind of read tombstones. Okay, so we got a nerd and a goth man. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably gonna just sort of go around carousing with some of the other guys who are on, like, on their leave day, and maybe write a letter or two to send back home. All right. Does somebody miss his mommy? Uh, no, mommy's dead, but I have a sister and a brother I gotta look after, so... Okay, well, that... <laughs> I'd have to bring the tone down I got like the that. check-in, gotta see how <laughs> you know? <laughs> Alright, Heath, where are you so at? Yes, I do miss mommy. Uh, well, I'm I'm looking for a great deal on a good chair. I want, like, a, a great ratio of comfort to cost, you know what I'm saying? But get a cushioned like, folding chair so you can actually use yeah, it. Yeah, well, if it's cushioned and folding, you got to be careful. Like, what material is it made out of? Is it going to be expensive? You know, I don't have that much money on me. <laughs> he really thinks yeah. about his chairs. Uh, yes, how all yeah. epics start with the purchasing of a comfort chair. Of course. Algu, where are you at? What are you doing spending your day off? Algu, not very wise. Or Algu, not very smart. But Algu very wise, so Algu meditate. All right. So, Algul um, cousins to Raz Algul. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. So after your guys' day off, you head back to your humble abodes, um, the barracks of Fort Red Rock, and waiting for you on your beds is each of you um, a little note that says, Captain Shulrek would like to see you. Shulrek? Yeah. Oh, Captain crap. Shulrek. What did I do this time? Did I fall asleep during watch again? I think that's a question. You don't know. Did I do that? You're like, eh, well, maybe I did. <laughs> does, my, you guys, does my chair match my cot? Baxter, what is your dream ter- chair? I don't know, man. Let me, let me like, get in the, the headspace of Keith. Okay. He's gonna want something cushioned, but like he also wants wood with some nice accents. Probably like dark walnut. You know what I'm saying? Dark walnut. There's gonna be five people who watch this and they're gonna immediately unsubscribe due to this chair buying. 
I'm unsubscribing due to the chair. You guys. Go ahead. You have acquired your dream chair. Oh, oh my gosh. Place it next to your bed and notice the note that says Captain Chilbrek would like to see you. Is it travel ready? <laughs> it's got cup holders if you really want them. <laughs> What's a and cup? And mug holders, mug holders. I don't have Tankered cups. holders. I don't know, a Tankered holders. <laughs> I'm writing goblet holders down. <laughs> Chalice holders? Ooh. Okay, so anyway, you're being summoned to Captain Sholbrex. Sholbrex. Yep. All of us? You guys just, yep, each one of you individually has a note that says Captain Sholbrex. says, hey, go and see Captain Sholbrex. That's convenient. Uh, Alright, I guess I'm going to see Captain Sholbrex. I'm going to go see Captain Sholbrex, yeah. Yeah, Alright, dude. Uh, Hope he doesn't fire me. I I see the other guys running, and I'm like, I'll I'll beat you there. So I start running. Okay, so I'm going to continue to walk casually there. I don't know what you're talking about. It didn't say it was urgent. So you make it to Captain Sholbrex far beyond um, anyone else. Everyone was trying. Yep. Everyone else was just, you know, casually walking. What's he doing? Try for a wizard. What's he in trouble for, man? So you all end up getting um, to Captain Sholbrex. And um, he has has been there for quite some time when the rest of the group gets there. And um, I'm assuming you guys would have seen each other around during duty. You might have served a couple guard duties together or I mean, whatever here and there. Um, kind of hard to not be noticed when I'm probably the only tiefling on duty. Fair enough, dog. Point. Evil spawn. Oh, oh got him. Hey, this <laughs> be angry here. Come on. Um... You knock on Captain Sholbrek's door, I'm guessing. And yeah. he beckons you in. And Captain Sholbrek is a well-built dwarf in half plate. Um, he has a reddish-brown, partially braided beard and a bald, shining head. And he shuffles over to his desk and sits down and props his feet up on the desk. In his beard, he has a huge, um, brightly polished golden bead for his military rank and awards along with the kill count beads that are typically on Dwarven military. They sum a total of 100, or 237 confirmed kills, three of which oh. seem to have been werewolves, as, as he has three claws corresponding to the kill mark, uh, kill marks for werewolves hanging from his beard. He's got 200 and something beads in his beard? No, that so is... how the beads will work is once you hit a certain point, they give you a bead for like 10. Okay. And then if you hit five tens, you can change them in for 50. Switching in five nickels for a quarter. Yeah. His desk is pretty clear. There's a few sheets of paper, and they look really important. Shobrek has clearly been issued a human-sized desk because he looks a little bit awkward with his feet propped up so high. And each of you have never personally been to Shobrek's office, but it's a small, tidy room made of smooth, reddish conglomerate rock. Um, there's an armor rack in the corner and a silver, a large silver warhammer that leans is leaning against the wall next to it. Five large padded wooden chairs sit in front of the desk. They are walnut. They are engraved. High-tier folding chairs. <gasps> Sitting awkwardly in front of the desk. And he gestures for you all guys for you guys to sit. Uh, sit down, please. Please sit. Chair is too small for Algu. 
Uh, I'm like, wait a minute. I, I have a really good chair. I'm gonna gonna go back. No, please. <laughs> what I have to say will captain. only take a few minutes. It'll, it'll only take like two seconds. By the time okay. you get back, my man, you, he's gonna be done explaining. You're not gonna know what's going on. You just take a seat. Good point. Fine. <laughs> okay. Can I so, slam my butt in the chair as hard as I can to try to break it? Yes. I'm gonna. Strength I'm gonna check. spin the chair. Strength check. And on it like an edgy boy. <laughs> an edgy boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a tail. It's gonna be kind of hard. As he does that, I push the chair. Okay, let me roll. Right, give me a strength check. One of the heroes of Guard Wrath, where we, for 30 minutes, talk about how we interact with chairs. <laughs> hey, look, it's a very important thing to lock down about your character. So chair simulator. I rolled a 10. Okay, you, you do not break the chair. In fact, your butt hurts a little bit. Oh, wait. The padding. With my um, modifier, right? So it's a 12. <laughs> yes, with your modifier. Sorry, I'm stupid. 12. Okay. It's D&D, huh? I don't think Tristan's played very much. He's probably played the oh, least okay. out of all of us. <laughs> okay, so anyway, you guys sit down in these chairs, and um, Captain Shulbrek looks over at Sean, who has been yeah. a soldier for quite some time. And um, I mean, only for as long as everyone else. I think you mean yeah. Adrian. Adrian. Yes, Adrian is, in bad. fact, only 18 still. He's... <laughs> oh, dude, and he same. As early, as early as he could. Out of all of you, he's he's the highest rank. He's um, a journeyman. And he says, I'm proud with all of you guys' work. You have been serving the Empire well, and I am pleased to have you in Fort Red Rock for your, your period of service. However, that is soon coming to an end. Um, Adrian, I can offer you a promotion if you would like to stay on. And, uh, of course, your your family would be, be very taken care of. Um, we could arrange for your siblings to um, be moved to a small plot of land in the in the safety of, of Gardbarath City. Um, they would be given uh, ten gold a week. Excellent. Maybe we could even arrange for schooling for them. And uh, my pleasure. The rest of you, we have we have a um, small task for you to finish off your your service, and it's it's rather simple, um, but it, it's it's the protection of a. A small rat folk who has been asking um, for for aid. He he seems to be a little paranoid. We we offered that we would give him protection for a week and see if his claims are, are valid or not. Does he seem paranoid about? Um. Well, he's mentioned how he's come from far in the east. I think he mentioned he was actually from Log Korak, but he's far from home and he is a um. What is the word? Someone who studies ancient ruins. Archaeologist. Yes. And um, he he has some stone tablet that said it led him here and claims that he's seen things and people following him. But honestly, I think it's n not not something huge to worry about. Who says the, this? At the mention of a stone tablet, I, I immediately lean in because I used to be an archaeologist. Algu says one thing. Man claims to have problem, but a loaded wagon makes no noise. Thank you, Algu. That was very wise. Uh, Captain Shulbrek looks at you, kind of puzzled, not really getting your um, Goliath figures of speech, and says, well, maybe that's got some wisdom behind it. Um, 
And I, sure. I look at Captain Shulbrick <laughs> and I shake my head quietly. What Algu tries to say, maybe men place trap. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> what did you uh, think? Sure's coming, all trained soldiers, then, huh? Uh... So, as you Sorry, say this. Do you have this... a name, Captain? Do you, do you know where he is right now? We should probably go, go meet him. Yeah, as you say this, this a, trap. A little rat folk guy shuffles in. He's moving awkwardly, trying not to drop the scrolls and journals he holds, and his backpack is clearly stuffed full of books. Um, he's small, even for a rat, but rat folk, and pretty spindly, and he's covered in brown hair except for one large gray patch on his left eye. Um, his, his the colors of his eyes are also different because of the the different fur. Um, he bows, trying to show res show respect, and drops his books and scrolls everywhere, and then scrambles to pick them up. And he he goes, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna help him pick up his books and take a peek at what he's been reading. My name's Graypatch. Please to up, meet man? you. Hi, Graypatch. Nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet you too. All right. So he picks up his scrolls and books and thanks you guys for his help. Thank thank you very much. Um. I, I, uh, I heard that you you five were in charge of uh, keeping me safe this next week. That's correct. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. Um, Captain Shulbrek at this time says, All right, now that you're acquainted, we, um, we have some last extra bonuses for you to thank you for your service. And he hands you each a gold pouch of 150 gold. And says... Thank you for visiting my office. You are free to go. 150? Yes. Whew. Dang, that's a lot. It's because of your two years of service to the Empire. Right. But still, more money than I've ever seen. All right, so where are you going? I'm um, here. Sir, do you wish us to then escort him everywhere or merely to keep an eye on him? Um... Hmm. Well, I would like you to, um, at least one of you, to be with him at all times. Uh, it would be nice just to make sure that, you know, in case one of these people who's been following him shows up, that we can confirm that they showed up and maybe identify them. So, that would be nice. Um, if he, if he needs to go anywhere, just escort him where he needs to go. Understood. Algu will escort the tiny rat man. What was the rat folk's name? Graypatch. Graypatch. Alright, so he turns to you guys and says, I know it's getting kind of late, but um, I, I actually had one more one more thing I needed to pick up. I was having my my tablet was being translated earlier. Um, he copied down the runes, and, and I think his, his translation would be ready for me. Uh, we can let's do it. Let us go get your stone, Ratman. Okay, so he wanders through the streets of Guardbrath and down uh, several layers, several stories, and brings you to the Market District. You are pretty familiar with this. It's rather neatly kept. Um, stone roll perception to see if anybody's following us. Yeah, go for it. I got a 16. You don't seem to notice anyone following you. There's a lot of people in the market. Um, 
one perhaps could be, but you don't really, you haven't seen anyone trailing you. Uh, can I turn to one of the, uh, I turned to one of the party and I'm like, isn't this a lot of people to be protecting a rat folk? Um, yeah, we should spread out a bit, kind of like one person in like super far and behind us, another person closer, and then two people with him. Super clever us, yeah, we should just have one or two people right with him and a couple of people. I will stay with the rat man, and I will, I will ask the rat man, I will look at him and say it's not what you look at that matters, but what you see. Are you being Uh, deceptive, rat man? I am asking Ratman if he is deceptive in nature. I would like to roll insight. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can roll insight, Tristan. Uh, 21. Uh, okay, 21. Algu, I'm sorry. Algu. Algu. 21. Okay, so you know that he um, is really confused by what you just said, but he doesn't seem to be lying. He's just a really big... He's really into his work. He loves it. Um, and he think he thinks what he's doing could be both dangerous and important. He looks at you and says, "You know, I don't, I don't, I don't really understand what you're you're saying, but um, I'll work on that. And uh, for now, let's just go get go get those translations." And he he keeps shuffling with his arms uh, full of books. I'm gonna stick with the rat man just so that. Uh... To help translate. Where did you find this stone tablet, may I ask? I'm an archaeologist. I used to be an archaeologist myself, and I'm curious. Oh, yes. Um, have you ever heard of the Garden of Stones? I found it there. there there's uh, ancient ruins there. And um, not far from here. I was, I was far from my home and didn't think much of it. But when I brought it back to Log Correct, some people seemed to be uh, wanting the, the stone. I... Because I didn't think very much of it, I didn't care who knew I had it, so that seemed to have got me into more trouble than I was asking for. Gotcha. So you haven't translated the stone? No, it's being translated right now. Interesting. So you get to, as you're shuffling down the um, marketplace, you get to this small... um, seems to be a bookstore um shuffles in and there's small stone shop several bookshelves not huge um but the man at the desk is a little gnome and he's sitting at a very tall stool so he can see over the counter and has two very large pair of two very looks at you with two very large eyes behind this big pair of glasses and Says, ah, great patch. <laughs> Didn't expect you back so soon, but I do, I do have it ready for you. And he produces several pieces of uh, parchment that have been translated, and you see like some of the words have been scratched out and then rewritten. Um, it seems like he had fairly hard time translating it, but then he hands you the um, paper. Rather than go inside the small roofed hut, I will wait outside. Um. While this is happening, I'm going to look around the bookstore for anything uh, on something called the Hammer of Cardace. Okay, so um, you look around the shop, and you can find several books that might mention it, 
They're all about old dwarven runes, and one or two that uh, talk about old human watchtowns that were abandoned. Um, but it's not, you're not really sure how much it will tell you about it. I'm just gonna pick one of those at random and buy it. Okay. You bring it to the guy behind the counter, the little gnome, and he says, "Ah, oh, I work on the old watchtowns. I see you are a scholar." Um, in some things, I think. Recently only, though. Well, this will give you a lot of good information on the watchtowns. I hope you I find hope it, it will. It is um, one gold and five silver. Sounds like a deal. All right. Um, okay, so Graypatch has his um, translations, and you got your book. So <clears throat> from here, he walks back out the out of the bookstore, and um, who was outside the bookstore? That would be the giant Algu. Okay. So Algu. Oh man. <laughs> You see a knife come flying at you, and um, it, it goes flying past you and is going for Grey Patch, but it hits the stone wall and um, falls to the ground. Do I see? It seems, um... to have, it seems to have come from an alleyway across the street. How far away is the alley? Um, crossing the street about 15 feet. My speed is 40 feet. Um, can I run into the alley? Sure. Okay. So you, you run into the alleyway and you see a rat folk running down the alleyway away from you as fast as he can. Um, I'm going to chase after uh, Al Ghul with my crossbow ready and I'm going to take a pot shot at this rat folk. Okay, roll for that. I'll let you know when we do initiative. It'll be easier right now to just go on the fly. Uh, nine. So it um, flies right past him. Can... He's trying not to be hit. Big go, Legolas. Can, can I, uh, <clears throat> can I cast Fist of Unbroken Air on him? <laughs> yeah, what does that do? Read that off to me again. Uh, as an action, you spend two key points and choose a creature within 30 feet. It must make a strength saving throw, D12, DC 12. On failure, it takes 3d10 bludgeoning damage, plus an extra d10 for each additional key point you spend, and you can push the creature 20 feet away and knock it prone. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. All Roll right. to... Oh, no, I have to make a... Um save right yeah strength saving yeah. throw strength saving throw what's your okay. save dc 12 12 <laughs> not 20 <laughs> so he, he jumps out of the way and um is just booking it right. um you I, seem to have spent we're in the middle of town your push um who we don't openly fire arrows at a large yeah, crowd. Maybe we take it easy with the. <laughs> yes, the aggressive use of the rat was going down the alleyway, so there wasn't anyone down there. But um, as soon as if he does open up into a street, that's okay. why I fired the arrows because there's no one around. He's in an alleyway. Oh, I didn't. Can confined space. 
I mean, he was like across the street from us. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fair. Henry ran over to that entrance. He said he wanted to go into it. You know, I'm just gonna grab our ratfolk friend and like put him on my shoulder. Can I spend a key point? A key point for a bonus action to jump at him and my jump distance is doubled for the turn? He's about, let's see, 40. He's about 40 feet away. I don't know if you would be able to make it. I can do that. Nah, your jump distance is like 28 if you double it. Um, anyway, what are Albin and Heath doing? Um, I, I said, hey, maybe we don't, maybe we don't fire arrows willy-nilly. What about you? Are we, pursuing, are we pursuing this guy? Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna start chasing this guy. Adrian, how, you're kind of helming. Yeah, I'm the just, mission. I'm just. But what's like, your call, Mr. Presidenting the the rat man right now? Yeah, the guy's already away. across the street. I'm not gonna catch him. I'm just keeping the the one dude safe. Hey, hey Stuart, how far away is uh the rat folk assassin from me? Um, so, I'm guessing you were probably near the bookstore. So, crossing the street is 15, and then he's probably about another 40 down the alleyway. It'll open up into another street. He's, like, right. How much exiting. further until... You three... Until... 55? Yeah, 55. Right, you no, three that... pursue. Yeah. I think Adrian and I are gonna are gonna stay with Graypatch here and just keep... I'm gonna... I'm gonna cast Mind Spike on this guy. Oh, Which nice. does... Good idea. Uh, he's gotta make a Wisdom saving throw. Okay. And What's your DC? My DC is 14. Okay. Um, what happens to him when he fails? Because he did. He did fail? Okay, so he's going to take 3d8 uh, psychic damage. That, that, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah, it's 10, for that. yeah, 10 damage, and uh, I know, I will always know his location. Oh, Paul. How long does the spell last? Up to one hour. Dang. Concentration or. It's concentration, yeah. Well, there goes all of my plans. (laughs) Rip notes. (laughs) Rip notes out the window. Here we go. So he is booking it, Um, turns the corner, and is running um, through the crowd. I don't know what Mind Spike does because I'm not a very smart monk. I'm a wise monk, so I continue chasing. <laughs> All right, so I, 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 what I did crowd. you just do on him? Yeah, Me? I'm gonna turn and be like, "Did you yeah, just you. cast a spell?" Yes, I cast Mind Spike. I will know where he is. You don't have to chase him. Uh, I'm gonna turn and just start shouting at uh, uh, Al Ghul and just be like, "Hey, you don't need to chase him. We can find him later." Only how long does it last though? An hour. An hour. It only so lasts should... an hour. You might as well still pursue him. Why don't you take yeah, at least? Ro- I mean, ro- maybe we want him to think he lost us, so he goes back to wherever. Yeah, but yeah. a safe distance still. Yeah, shouldn't, we shouldn't be too far, in case when it ends. So, but I think maybe the best plan is for me and Adrian to stay with Gray Pratt. I, they're also maybe and protect him. Assets, so good, exactly. So, but I now think we're Adrian and I should. We're gonna break rule number one. We're gonna split the party. <laughs> that or put Graypatch in danger immediately. Yeah, we've got like a. Well, I don't know. Are any of us actually good? I think the best idea is to in like a meaningful way. 
to take Grey Patch back to the uh, military base, or I don't know what we're gonna call it here. The fort. Fort. Wait, I guess we're guard on him outside his door, and then have at least three people from our party pursue the guy. Yeah, right, maybe I'll... just try to figure out where he is, if he's part of an organization, like if he has a safe house, just like do reconnaissance here. Alright, then I guess all Ghoul and I can give chase and we can drag uh, Heath with us too. Okay. Excellent all spell, right. human. You are wise as a tree of owls. Okay, so you guys are going to trail him, but not super super quick. Yeah, we're going to like FBI agent walk through the street. Then so, I think Adrian and I are going to take Grey Patch back to the fort, put him in a room, and stand guard outside his door. I'm okay. going to hang back because I can't really blend in very well, being seven foot six. Okay. Seven Fair foot enough. six? I'm a big He's boy. He's a Goliath. They used to be large creatures, and someone was like, yeah, hey, they don't have to be anymore. Um, okay, how do you want to do this? Who do you want to, who do you want to go first? Do you want Heath? Um... Roala, or do you want Al Alvin and? Um, I mean, in solve me and Adrian first because we're just taking him back to the fort. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you guys like totally get down, Mr. President. Got him. You're safe. On your way back, I need Alvin to make a constitution saving throw as he is hit in the back with a knife. Ow. Constitution saving throw, okay. I got a nat 20. Oh, dang. Oh, so, at least you're not poisoned. Yeah, here's what happens. You feel your muscles lock up for a couple seconds and then, like, pull the knife out. Nat 20 reflexes. And you take two damage from the knife. Okay, that's but you you're fine. You turn around, you know exactly where he is. He's fifteen feet behind you at a stall. It appears that um a little not, well, I guess not little, but a dwarf was uh, keeping an eye on you, watching for you guys to pass by. Okay. I point at the dwarf and I say, just chucked a knife at me. Adrian, you go after him. I'll protect Grey Patch. I'll provide support from back here. All right. Uh, do we roll initiative now, or? Yeah, you can roll initiative. Okay. Halt! You have violated the law. <laughs> oh boy! Or serve your sentence. You are stolen goods. After that, <laughs> I rolled a nat one. Pay with your blood. Nat one followed into nat one. <laughs> The duality. Hey, welcome to my life where I only roll nat 20s or nat 1s. <laughs> also, Sean, I'm really digging the um, role playing for the guard there. You're violating the law. I mean, they just like backpedal into a lake and start swimming. <laughs> like, pull out my sword, pull out my bow, walk up to you, backpedal. <laughs> what did you get, Sean? I got a 13, sorry. Okay. So. From two other stalls, you see um, two other figures. They're in dark cloaks, and they throw a knife. Um, one throws a knife at Sean and hits. You're going to have to make a con save. And then the other throws at Albin. 
and does not. So Adrian got hit, Alvin did not. Sorry, Patch, what the heck did you do, man? Seven on the saving throw, so. Okay. So, as the knife hits you in the shoulder and goes through um, your armor, you feel your muscles tense and you fall to the ground prone and paralyzed. How much damage did I take? You took um, five damage. All right, so the other dwarf at the stall runs into a nearby store. He bursts, like, kind of pushes the door open and runs into the um, doorway and pulls out a bow and shoots it at you. He hits you with an arrow and make another con save. All have poison? Mm-hmm. What is this? Like they're assassins or something. <laughs> I got a four. Okay, so same thing. You are fallen to the ground, oh, paralyzed. Grey Rat, what the? And you see them rush over to Grey Rat, and Grey Rat, or Grey Patch, Grey Rat. Grey Patch doesn't really know what to do. He kind of panics. And with your um, book. <laughs> he he like drops his the scrolls that he's carrying, including the parchments that he got from the little gnome, and like starts running through the streets hold up sorry how much damage did i take from the from the bolt you took five damage also sheesh same exact roll and you see one scoop up the papers one of the the cloaked figures scoop up the papers and the other scoops up gray patch in one arm and he's like pulling on him and people are like freaking out it's not super busy right now it's pretty late there's people but um, seeing as how two city guards just got downed, they're kind of running. Yeah, we do look um, kind of dead right now. Eh? Yeah. And um, they scoop him up and the papers and get out of there. The dwarf who was at the stall closes the shop door and gets out of sight. And they disappear out of sight and you guys can you guys are able to move again. All right, well, first of all, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. That was I got, absolute disaster. I got messed up. Didn't think there'd be so many people after him. So well-equipped. Yeah. Oh, right. right, well, now we have to go find the other three. Yeah, before they get into too much trouble. Well, I got a little health. Maybe... Stuart, while we are tracking this rat folk that threw the knife, yeah. I'm gonna. What inf- What I'm rolling. I got an 18. What is the Garden of Stones? I got an 18 for history. Okay, so the Garden of Stones is an old dwarven ruin. It's been there for as long as anyone can remember. They don't know its origins very well. People say it's from the time of the Forgotten Gods and the God Slayers, but there's not a lot of evidence pointing towards that as there's nothing there's no records of it it's not okay. too far from here southeast ish about a week's ride yeah. so um heath algu and rawala we're gonna flip over to you heath you know exactly where this rat folk is going he goes so, to yeah he so heath you should be leading the group since you know where he's going. I'll stand behind Heath. 
He um, is going through streets, making a couple turns here or there, but he seems to be making his way to um, the lower levels of Fort Red Rock. As you trail him, he goes into an old kind of dinky tavern. It's kind of run down. Not really a good place to be, but that's where that's where he goes. You know it from your work as a city guard. It's called the Hero's Cup. It's a simple stone building with adobe earthen floors, um, so it wasn't wasn't finished at all, considering it's in a dwarven city and it's got adobe floors. It has unusually low ceilings and accommodations are little to none, but it's where low lives and criminals hang out. How tall are it's the ceilings? Like... Of scum and villainy. Yes, it's not like <laughs> bottom of the barrel. Like you go there as a city guard and you get shanked or beat up, but it's not a place a city guard would frequent. They might stop there occasionally, but how how tall are the ceilings? Oh boy, you're gonna have to be ducking, huh? Um, they are like. Hold before we enter Algul. Six-ish you... feet. Go find Algul. You should go find the other two, or at least wait out front. While me and the other two uh, are taking Rat Boy back to Kane. I know, but we should uh, once they secure him, and if they want to come meet up with us, I will wait outside. All right, Heath, you wanna you wanna head on and in? I wish I'd brought my chair. <laughs> we'll find you another one. All right, let's do it. Okay, so as you enter the Heroes Cup. There is a goblin in the back corner engaged in a game of dice with a bugbear and a bullywug and a kobold. They're drinking and causing a lot of ruckus. And the rat folk runs over to the bar and you see him sitting there. He looks pretty content. He hasn't noticed you guys yet. All right, I'm gonna... Heath, how do you want to do this? That's a good question. What's What's our goal here? We have to find out what he wanted to achieve. Well, obviously, death of Great Patch. Probably, like, try to knock him out. I can okay. just put him to sleep. I have sleep. That would work. You do? Okay. Uh, I do? That would, yeah. Put him, see if you can put him in sleep. I have the end of sleep, but hey, you know. Yeah. It's not I mean, as long as you don't kill someone. Yeah, well, I mean... The, that sleep doesn't really kill anyone. Unless it's like permanent sleep. Ah, anyway. uh, death. Uh, Alright, I think for that you roll um, some I roll sleeping. Uh, I roll 5d8 and uh, it has to equal up to or more than his hit points for him to fall asleep. Is it hit die or current hit, hit points? points? He rolls 5d8 hit points. that's how many hit points he can. Yeah. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. So unfortunate roll on five d eight. Yeah. The rat. I'm guessing you're centering it on the rat folk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rat folk, the kobold, the bullywug, and the bartender all fall asleep. The only oh, no. one awake is Whoa. the goblin. Um, they're just all right. So eeps, wait. There's there's no way I could have put them all to sleep. Well, I mean, um, goblin. Sleep. Sleep is an area of effect spell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but the, the total is... Oh. It's right. 17. Yeah. We also okay. had 
that, that rat folk already took a bunch of damage. So. Yes, he took okay. 10 damage, so he cool. was at 2. <laughs> that works out. Alright, well, I'm gonna walk up to the rat folk, and I'm gonna time up, and then kind of carry him outside. And I'm gonna say, good idea. <laughs> I'm gonna as, be like, as you're no, tying no. up the um, rat folk, you see the goblin who was playing dice pick up the money from the the other people he was playing with, and not so sneakily slip it into his pocket and kind of make his way out of the inn. I mean, Wait. we got the guy that was trying to kill him. Who, who, who do we want to stop him? Heath, do we want to stop the goblin from stealing money from these other guys? Um, no. No? We'll just let him go. There's no point in stopping him. We got what yeah, we wanted. Have All a right. heating. Goblins have it hard enough. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know. What would a, um, tying a rope be? A dex- dexterity check? As, I mean, he's a sleight of hand. As the goblin's yeah. walking out, though, I'm gonna bang on the door and be like, Is this man okay to leave? Yes, he's good. You are free, goblin boy. Thank you, kind sir. <laughs> Have a good night. I had a great one. May fortune be with you. Let's be real, he's gonna oh, The man was getting freaky. <laughs> what? What, Sean? So if he's the only one who was high enough level not to get put to sleep, he was going to win that dice game. <laughs> he was at the far back corner. Oh, fair. Yep. <laughs> just the furthest away. A little yeah, gremlin just away. stealing the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Um... Are we going to torture this guy? Um... Uh, when uh, he says torture, my eyes change and they start going white, and I give him an evil look, and he's like, I don't know. Uh, my bad. Um, I got you a cleric. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, wait, he's not a cleric. He's a warlock. I'm a warlock. Um, Henry, make a slot of hand check for me on the ropes, and then you can take him where you want him to be. Uh, he's going to give him a quick show of the ropes. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Ban him. Uh, uh, I got a 14 Okay Sweet Where are you guys going to take this boy? Well, first I'm going to drag him outside And then I'm going to look up at Al Ghul and be like Hey, you're big You're probably stronger than I am You want to haul this guy back to camp? (laughs) Excellent work subduing the rat I will carry him from here Thanks (laughs) Alright Such bravado um, so, yeah, Shaw, uh, Alvin, and Adrian, um, you uh, guys were looking for the other. I'm just going to ask if they've seen the, the tallest man they've yeah. ever seen in their life. So that we could at least figure out <laughs> where they took him, or... Yeah, roll. Christmas check. That's a, that's a nat one. Ooh, oh, another one? <laughs> Are you glad that, I'm, gonna the, get that I'm the healer in the party? <laughs> Sean, you can roll too. <laughs> sure, I'll take my minus one modifier. Uh, I got a seven. Wait, wait, just help me. That gives me advantage. Yeah, I'll just help him, actually. That's correct. Okay, yeah. that works. Okay. I'm guessing that's you a, All right, well, that's a five. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
So never mind. Don't help me. <laughs> I love our quality charisma party right here. People seem well, to be the in Chris a rush. charismatic man is evil. So yeah, yeah I'm well, you know. probably so. People where you're at seem to be in a rush and kind of untrusting, but um, a gnome can at least point you in the direction that they went. Hey, could we like flash our our military badge or whatever? Be like, hey. Yeah, we're I'm with guessing... the fort. Can we? Yeah, we're oh, looking yeah, for a bunch of other city guards who just booked through the streets. Part of the city guards were just looking for them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think they went that way. She points um, towards the. So how the layers are worked out, the center of a layer on the plateau will have a central staircase that goes up and down. So they they point you in that direction. Thank you, madam. Move along. Let's head down. Let's go looking for him. At this point, since they're heading up, I'm going to say that you can uh, find yeah, each other. just run into them, yeah. Yeah. So you guys are all met up. You... Uh, bad news, guys. Uh, hey. where's, the, where's Grey Patch? Yeah, that's the bad you news. See, there's, uh... like, there's like... We got ambushed by like three dudes on our way back to the fort. There's a whole lot more people... We're looking for Grey Patch than we thought. So, so on the downside, they had a very strong paralysis poison. On the plus side, if they were using paralysis poison, they probably wanted him alive. So, yeah, I don't think they want him dead. From what I can gather and what I know of the Stone gar uh, Gardens of Stone or go uh, whatever, um, no one knows much about it. So the fact that he found a tablet from there. They probably want him alive to at least help them figure out what its purpose is. Nonetheless, uh, well, I'm just time to save him at least. Yeah. But nonetheless, I'm glad you're worth safe. knowing that they would go to the lengths of kidnapping him, find out about it, attacking yeah. two city guards in broad daylight in the streets. There's, yeah. there's got to be some sort of treasure or in treasure knowledge or... power linked to this. Yeah. Most likely. Who likes torture? Anyway, we should probably just report back to the captain and see what we can do Well, with our I will not allow you to torture this rat. We will take him back to the fort. We did capture the first guy we ran into, and I'm pointing up at... Uh, uh, yeah, he's holding the rat. I'm sure we... Great. Probably. Well, yeah, well, let's take him Who back. Who gave to... the rat to the Goliath? I did. He's bigger and stronger than I am. Well, we can't torture him while he's in the Goliath's hands. I will Can not allow any man that? besides the captain to touch it. this rat. Just like let the. <laughs> we don't have to torture yeah, him there's, there's, there's not gonna be torture here. Oh. <laughs> Darn it! I'm a little unhappy. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean over. I guarantee Ad... you the captain has some method of extracting information from. Prison. I'm gonna lean over to Adrian and like whisper in his ear. Hey, would you mind keeping an eye on those two? <laughs> Absolutely. I got a bad feeling about him. <laughs> oh, I have great methods of extracting it. And, and I turn to uh, uh, Rwanda. 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 Uh, Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> totally is a red tiefling, so uh, do you know the way? <laughs> Wakanda forever. But uh... <laughs> these squares, crap and all star, mate. Oh, wait, I just turned Australian. You <laughs> accent of your choice has not been decided upon. That didn't make any sense. I'll be an Aussie wizard. So are um, you taking this uh, boy back to Captain Shulbrick? 
Yeah. That's gonna let yeah, me. That seems like the best way to put him in a holding cell and have people get information out of him. Okay, so you take him back to Captain Shulbrecht. Explain the situation. Um, yep. It's by the time you get back, it's about probably six thirty-seven ish. So it's late. It's dark. Yeah, it's pretty late because you guys had the whole day off, and then you came back around five. Okay. Yeah, just take him. Well, you should just drag him. I'm sure we've got yeah, like a prison somewhere. So let's just. I will carry him so into the holding cells. The, does the fort have holding cells? Yeah. Yes, it has um, several holding cells. Probably about okay. probably about twenty in on the military. Um, Being the base. highest ranking of us, I think Adrian could probably have access to those, right? So you could just throw him in there for now, and then we can go yeah, to yeah. our commander and talk to him. Yeah, let's have yeah. other people throw him in a holding cell, and everyone else go find find the captain and explain what happened. Yes, give him to me. I will take him to the uh, home. No, 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 no. <laughs> Up there. Whoa. Adrian is going to have access to it because he's the highest ranking of us. I think he should do it. I'll take the rat to the holding cell. Thank you, Adrian. He's probably awake uh, by now. Let so the captain know what happens and see what we can do about it. Watch over that. this rat, Adrian. Make sure no harm well, comes to him. Sight. Adrian, as you walk into as you walk into the um, prison holding cell area, there's a dwarf who greets you and says, "Oi, so you got one today? What he do? Uh, attempted kidnapping. Ooh, attempted. Uh, who is he kidnapping? Some rat folk that uh, recently arrived." Um, the captain asked to look after him, and uh, he didn't really think that the, the man's claims of being hunted were real, but as it turns out, there's like a whole organization after him. So we need to keep him locked up tight so we can uh, interview him later. <laughs> well, I mean, you can go for the, the torture room right now if you want. I'll leave that to professionals. Um... He smiles and goes, oh. All right. I like Do I know his name? The name of this dwarf guy? Yeah, this dwarf, like our, our resident torturer. <laughs> yeah. His yeah. name is Thrinnen. Oh. It's like, all right, Thrinnen, but uh, wait, wait for orders before you touch him, all right? All right, all right. All right, okay. I think I'm going to quickly head to the our commanding officer's door. Oddly knock. Door opens, and Captain Shulbrack opens the door. Fortunate news. Gray Patch's claims of sought after were correct and in much more force than we would have given credit to. Well, is he safe? Where is he? Oh, as uh, Adrian and I were attempting to bring him back to the fort or to keep him locked up and safe, we were ambushed by three men. Three men had a sedative poison that left us unconscious and unable to protect Greypatch. Well, it wasn't exactly your fault. I didn't believe him. Yes, but... It was our duty to protect him, and we failed in that. Yeah, but they might have been waiting for him here, so... He he came here on purpose, maybe they knew where he was going, and I just overlooked that. Okay, well... We can we can figure this out and retrieve him. I'm sure that they can't get out of here very well. I can issue the guards to, um... We have managed to capture away. one of the, uh... of the groups that attempted to kidnap him, member. Good work. We can push him for answers, and I will let the uh, Rift Watch and 
town guard know that they should not let anyone in or out of the city unless they have for sure checked their um, belongings and made sure that gray patches nowhere being smuggled out as you wish um, are there any other ways out of the city other than the main staircase that we know of no it is um it it helps protect the city from any sort of attack having one main entrance is just a solid way of keeping people out so that's why this fortress has grown so big and safe it's because it's just so secure Rawala. yes seeming like the seedy type do you know where this type of group would tend to hang out of course you asked the tiefling where that is um well, the fact that you were very keen on torturing the man captured kind of um excuse me just because i like torture or dark things doesn't make me evil but i would assume right. the, the <laughs> one... <laughs> this is a debate for that one <laughs> X to just, doubt. just because i like torturing people doesn't make me evil doubt <laughs> just because i killed five helpless doubt. victims doesn't make me a bad guy <laughs> um probably the lower levels of the city would be my guess as where to they would be um, um, I sent a couple of you some contacts that you have made in the city before. Oh I sent boy. one to Algu and one to Adrian. I'm not even here right now. I'm just downstairs. Yeah, that's a good point. In the jail right now, just like waiting for the rat folk to wake up. He should have woken up like a minute after we captured him. Sleep doesn't was last it, that long. I thought sleep lasted for like an hour up to concentration or something. Yeah, I thought it was quite a long time. My an hour. I'd have to check. Yeah. Keith, how long does it last? It's an hour with concentration. We got so he should be waking up um, about now. So he wakes up. Um, and in the meantime, maybe we can head to the cells and find out if he has some sort of symbol on him, identifying him with a group. I'm going to head down to the to the holding cells, at least. All right, uh, I'm going to join him. If you're going to search him, roll an investigation check. Keith, you uh, seem like you're good at finding things. Why don't you search yeah. him? 18. I 18. search. One of us should just help action him so he gets advantage. But he, gets uh, he did get an 18, though, so I don't know if we. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't roll 18. That was. Just telling you. Okay. Um, wait, what? Um, what was it? In investigation check. Investigation. All right. I got a 19. Ooh. Okay. So as you search him, um, he's got a small vial of that. Um, what seems to be poison, a couple more throwing daggers, a short sword, and a ring with a symbol on it. You recognize that symbol as a drug cartel that the city has been having problems with recently called Grey Claws. Um, they manufacture a drug called Ethereal Dew, and there's been problems in the city with it recently. But Do you... the two. <laughs> with our most extreme flavor dew. yet, Ethereal Do the Dew. <laughs> This episode sponsored by uh, <laughs> So I, I'm here listening to the uh, Greybeards, I mean, right? This gray Greybeards? Yeah, I mean, like Keith just found a symbol, but he hasn't told us anything yet. So. Okay. Yeah, can I can I just relay what I saw? Yep. Where I'm like, yeah, so this is a, a ring drug cartel. Uh, they smuggle something called Grey Claw. Any of you heard anything about it? It was Ethereal Dew. Grey Claw's the name. Ethereal Claw's the name. Yeah. 
Mm. Right. I, I correct myself and I, yeah. Algu has contacts. He may ask about this. Do you want to go do that? I've got a friend I can go talk to. But first of all, I'm going to take the weapons off this dude and give them to the guy in charge with holding cells. Uh, I'm going to wipe that poison. Um, yeah, I'm going to go out and try to find my goblin friend. Later, are we sure really we want to do this I don't now? I want to be here for the torture. <laughs> Alright. Torture? Excuse me? Who said something about torture? Theorem, the guy the who dealer. runs the jail. Ah. Uh, uh, this is state-mandated torture, it's different. Is it though? Is it really...? No. More Morally exempt. No, it's... But we don't have in... to participate. We sure right. you guys want to split up now? It's getting kind of late, isn't it? Yeah, it's about... I, I guess we might get in jail. Maybe it's a better idea to just wait for tomorrow. So, yeah, I'd like to point out what happened literally an hour ago when you and I went and split up. Yeah, I would like to short rest. <laughs> right, let's just take a long rest overnight. Let, yeah, let's uh, just rift watch hit the hay for now. With our grape off friends and see what they can turn up. And then... City, um, Amander, or Captain, what's his face? Shoulder? Shoulder Tan? Shulbrick, yeah. Shulbrick, yeah. He's, the town's Captain all We know they want Grey Patch alive, so we probably right. don't have to worry about them killing him. Be it's fine. probably better just get all the information we can right now. Like, just wait and get the information that we can We find overnight, so... Mm-hmm. so just right, with that, I'm in the, hitting the hay. I'm does the, the um, question, does the fort have a, a temple of any sort? Yes, it does. There is a it's... temple. Several deities have shrines. But there is a um, shrine to Myrius. Okay, so that's how the acolyte that runs and maintains that shrine is named Ilda Bolbeck. She's a young human in her mid twenties ish. Um, and you know her quite well. Okay. I'm gonna just go in and hang out there for a while. Okay. Um Albin, as you go to the shrine, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of tucked away um near the farms of the of Fort Red Rock. It's a small, um, just a small one-room shrine. It's got a couple of um, pews and an altar um, and, like, a back room where uh, Ilda is is, um, stationed. And as you come in, she's up by the shrine sitting there. Okay. I think I'll just go next to her, kind of sit down beside her, gently pray. So, as you're sitting there praying, you feel a hand on your shoulder. As you open your eyes, Ilda is standing in front of you, but her eyes are glowing a faint green color. She says um, to you, Albin, this time that you have served in the Rift Watch is coming to an end, and I am looking forward to having you back to serve me. And then her eyes fade, and she falls to the ground. I, I try and catch her so she doesn't, you know, bang her head on the stone. She kind of rubs her head and goes, Oh, what what happened? You went to stand up and do well. That can tend to happen if you sit for too long of a time. Roll deception check. <laughs> I am a little taken aback, so, you know. Ooh, deception. I got a 16. She got nat 20. <laughs> she's, she's like, like 
It doesn't matter what I roll, I got, I'm gonna lose anyway. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's, it's fine. It's just, it's funny, like, I get a decent roll, and it's... The one doesn't matter. It's like, nah. Yeah. Rip. She sits there on the ground still, before getting up, and... Rubs her head and says, no, no. You're, you're favorite of Myrius, I don't know why, I don't know... I don't know what's I... going on, but... I don't know as if I would say favored. Well, she seems to take interest in you, at, at least. Well, me and you would take interest at someone that... I'll just say it's a love-hate relationship. Well, I can at least respect your diligence in coming here so often. Try and stay on her good side. If you need anything, I'll always be here with the shrine. I'll, uh... Keep that in mind. And I'm gonna awkwardly just kind of like stand up and walk away without really saying goodbye. All right, so you guys are long resting. Yeah. Oh, all those back hurts. These tiny beds. <laughs> You'd probably sleep better if you slept on the ground. Oh. Imagine your feet hanging off the end of the bed. <laughs> hey, Heath, could we put your chair at the end of his bed? I, I fall asleep with a chair in my arms like a teddy bear. You're a maniac. This I'll, is true. Algu respects this man's love. <laughs> so, Algu, he shows compassion. Between a boy and his chair. <laughs> his chair. Algu, oh, oh, oh. are you like a top bunk or a bunk kind of boy? Algu, he wishes for top bunk but never gets it for his size is too great. Yeah, I don't want Algul crushing you in my sleep. One time it much. happened, you just fall on top of the dude below you. A man is only as good as the bunk he sleeps on. Wow, oh, then I must be a great man. This bunk is amazing. Algu chooses to ignore what you have said to him. <laughs> Algu takes That's back his words. <laughs> Alright, so you guys wake up bright and early. Sun is shining in the non-existent uh, sun caves of the dwarf land. There's no, there's no sun, and uh, you guys are ready to go. Is my chair it still actually there? would be a sun? Could you Gosh. guys the plateau? Your chair would... is stolen. Oh, I'm just kidding. It's still there. No. <laughs> At least we have a really yeah. easy way to get his character involved in anything. It's just a <laughs> chair, like right do the chair. Heath will take the chair. Come on now. <laughs> Algu will go. Seek out his acquaintance, Zajur. Okay. I want to go stop him. Family sounding name, if I've ever heard one. I like the sound of the Zajur. Um, I'm already in the jail, uh, in the brig or the jailer, talking with the jailer and seeing what information that he's gotten from the rat folk. I'm there as well. Okay. Um, Adrian, you were going to figure that out as well, right? Uh, I was going to get the information from the rat folk first, then I'm going to go see my contact to see what I okay. can ask him to look into. So, Adrian, Heath, and Rowala, you guys are all heading there. Yep. Um, you get down there, and Thrinan is not um, on duty. There is a female dwarf um, with long curly oh. hair, and her name is Turi. She's on duty, and um, she she can still get you the information that you need. Uh, yes. Hi, Turi. Oh, Adrian, what are you doing down here so early? 
uh, well, we suspected that uh, the captain had ordered an uh, interrogation of one of the prisoners in here. We were wondering if you could tell us uh, what had been uncovered. Oh, yes, the rat folk, no? Yep, that's the one. Um, yeah, uh, let me see here. She goes and shuffles through some some papers and pulls out a paper with just a little bit of writing on it and um, says, yeah, he um, he was in charge of distracting you and just wanted to get away. He then said that he was going to, he went for a drink and wasn't actually planning on going back to his place but he mentioned that it is in the Red Cap District. The Red Cat District? Red Cap. It's a type of mushroom that they feed to the um, animals, the pigs and the uh, cows and such. What level so they, is that on? The lower levels, parts of it, have um, been turned into dwarven farms, as opposed to the upper layers that have sunlight access. They're kind of a little bit slummier. Poor workers. It's near the same area as the um, inn that you guys stopped by the last, the night okay. before. Your best bet is to go there and ask around for. Um, oh, what did he did he call it? Hey Heath, you still have that ring? I do. Okay, that might come in handy. Oh yes, here it is. Um, ask around for a place called the Den. Sounds like a bar. I think I've heard of it. In fact, I do have the ring, and I slip it on as I say that. Um, alright, well I'm gonna go find my contact at the, uh, what is it, the Heroes Cup? Yeah, I'm gonna go look for, uh, Kaldik, see if, what okay. he can tell me about the den. So I was gonna be like, alright, I'm gonna go see a friend about, uh, some information. I'll meet up with you guys a little bit later. Alright. Algu did not stay to hear this information, for he is wise, not intelligent. Algu was too wise to gather information before going to gather information. <laughs> oh, such Why gather information twice? Um, we should at least three and two if we're gonna split up. I, I don't, I don't want to spook, uh, spook my friend. So, all right, I'm gonna well, go alone. Okay, just don't cause any trouble. That's the plan. Okay, good. I'll, I'll meet you at the at the stairs, uh, like at the entrance to the Red Cap District, in like, uh, say an hour or two. All right, hour and a half. Call it good. There we go. Okay, that sounds good. Keith, do you wanna go with me and ask around about the den, or do you wanna join Algu? No, let's go to the Red Cap. Oh, Algu's long gone. Algu's already gone. Okay. Um, <laughs> Algu's already talking to his contact right now. Alvin, do you want to join me and the Heath asking around in the Red Cap District? Oh, well, seeing oh, as the alternative is, oh, okay. As long as I keep you two out of trouble. Yeah, we're gonna do terrible things unless you join us. <laughs> at the at the men, uh, my eyes kind of just flash, and I get this evil grin. Uh. Not about that life. <laughs> I'm, but if you I'm join sorry. us, <laughs> you gonna keep us from it? All right, let's go. Hurry it up. All right. <laughs> All right. That's so, the spirit. That's the spirit. Okay. Let's start with Algu. 
And I go to the pits in search of Zarjur. All right, so you go to the fighting pits. The fighting pits aren't exactly something smiled upon by the the Rift Watch. They tend to cause a lot of ruckus, Um, but it's not outlawed as long as there's proper um, procedures and taxation and such like that. Brings a lot of income into the city. Um, Sounds like your your friend Zajur um, is a pretty well known pit fighter here, and you know where his office is, so you can make your way there. His preparation room, I guess I shouldn't say office. Um, you make your way there pretty, pretty easily. And as you knock on his door, um, he opens his door, and he's a rust-colored dragonborn, and he greets you and beckons you into his preparation room. Northeast corner, there's a small wooden table with a small stone figurine of Tirund, one of the gods of retribution. Small incense is burning underneath it. Next to this small shrine is a very well taken care of polished chainmail shirt and breastplate resting, making the room smell slightly of oil. Um, a weapon rack is placed near the table w- with a whole bunch of different weapons. A set of claws, a short sword, a flail, and a shield are what catch your eye. And he gestures for you to sit down on the bench and says, Ah, Algu, I've been waiting for you. We haven't seen each other in quite some time. Zajur, my friend. How do the pits treat you? The pits treat me well. I've been fighting rather ferociously of late and hope to finally get the chance to engage you in one of these fights one day. (laughs) I see a few new scars. You've been fighting well. I had some questions for you today, Zajur. What can I do for you? I'm all business today. Algu wishes to know if you, uh, I forgot their name. Algu doesn't have the best memory. It's gray. They're gray something, but they're manufacturers of drugs. Uh, gray claws, no? Ah, gray claws! <laughs> Zajur, you're at it again! Yeah, well, the ethereal do is not exactly something we like around the uh, fighting pits. It tends to take our, our visitors away from reality for a bit. Causes quite the stir. You know, I'm not exactly sure what to tell you about them? Well, first off, what what do you want to know about them? I would like to know where I can find them. They attacked my party. While I am not one for revenge, Algu needs answers. Do you know where Algu may purchase some Dew of the Mountains? What was this you called it? Ethereal Dew? Ethereal Dew! Do you know where Algu may procure some? your way down to the seventh floor and um on the corner of block 11 you can <laughs> you can purchase some of the real do <laughs> Zajur I must thank you again for your help the place I'm... is called the den personally I wouldn't ever go there if I was you there's um not a good crowd there Hmm. Not friendly to guards. Not friendly to guards. <laughs> I'll find a way. Thank you, Zajur. Wait, when you get there, look under the boxes. Under the boxes? Yeah. That's rather vague. I can't remember it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a lot of things about the place, but from the rumors I've 
He doesn't remember it or he rushes it and throws a box immediately. 50-50. There's more to that place than meets the eye. Huh. A very astute observation. Thank you again for your help today, Zajur. I'll have to reward you with a fight one day. I was going to ask about that. In time now, I will engage you in glorious combat. Perhaps once I complete my mission. Algu has work. And so, as I leave, a plan hatches inside Algu's head. He's going oh, to no. carry a box. I reach into my backpack and pull out my costume. <laughs> okay. I forgot this. Describe this costume. This is a costume meant for an entertainer. It is all black with a cape and two suspiciously pointed ears that look like almost like a bat. Oh, oh. you're... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. It is meant for. An airbender. No, it's better. I was just better. joking when I said you were connected to Raz Al Ghul. Tristan, <laughs> tell him what it's meant for. It is meant for fire spitting. Okay, so alright. <laughs> well, he's got to find out where can, the other drugs are going and who took. Get Bruce Wayne over here. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. His alter ego is Ang Man. <laughs> I'm not an airbender! And at night, Bruce Wayne. But Algu stashes his guard's clothes away in an alley in a barrel. And, uh... Russian Batman. Puts, puts on his costume and heads towards floor 7. Block 11. Block 11, that's the one. <laughs> Seven. This isn't Batman, this is Bizarro World Batman, where he's the world's worst at death. He's by punching things. It's a uh, block, se the seven, the, the one block. The block. <laughs> the, the black. Uh, okay, let's flip what over What a character, to... Russian Aang the Avatar, and at night he's Batman. <laughs> over to Albin, Rowala, and Heath. There we go. Where oh, are you guys boy. going we're gonna be getting, we're gonna be at each other's throat. So, um, you head to floor seven, and how are you guys figuring out about the den? Why don't we just ask around, like people that are out there, like just do you know where the den is? The den. So it's pretty early. There's not really very many people out. It's like seven thirty-ish, eight, maybe eight o'clock. Not really very many businesses open yet. What is open? There's probably a couple people working the fields, but other than that, not much. Hey, Rowala, why don't you do the talking? Rowala, how are we going to find the den? There's nobody here. Are there any street bums? What is the status on street bums? Um, exactly one street bum in your vision. I'm beelining it straight for that guy. Okay. Where was that guy? <laughs> gonna rush a street bum? He's gonna freak out. <laughs> I mean, when you said people, um, Heath, I didn't exactly count street bums. <laughs> oh, <I know>. <laughs> 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 Fire. DM hating on Mike dropped. Mike Mike dropped. I'm just I gonna look for a map. <laughs> There's uh, a map? Somewhere. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a map, but it doesn't have there's a lot of map in a mushroom what? field. What are you talking oh, the, about? The map doesn't have the den, does it? Doesn't it? it does no, not it's not gonna have the, the drug den on it. <laughs> Where do you think that we're actually, at? At an airport? Why would there just be like a you are here map? <laughs> make any sense. There is a you are here map on the side. There is not. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> Stone stairway. And over there is the JC Pennies. <laughs> it's, the fan- it's the fantasy JC Penny. Come on. JC Coppers. Yes, yeah. well, apostrophes and an umlaut. JC Coppers. JC Coppers. JC Coppers. Oh, that's great. All your robes. No, but, um, okay. Are you I'm writing gonna... that down? Don't be typing that down. What, JC Coppers? Yeah, JC Coppers. <laughs> oh, I've already written it down. <laughs> JC Coppers, my man. <laughs> it's too late. Okay, so are you guys checking the map and then going to talk to... Oh, yeah, you're going to talk with the M. I'm going the to the street bum. Those two are checking the map, but... Um, I, I apparently we're... didn't see the street bum, so... Like, there's no way there's a map here. Oh, there is a map. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know... Okay, so the street bum, you rush over to him. He is a dwarf. He has speckled white in his beard, just a pair of shorts on, and his eyes are slightly clouded over white. His hair is, like, kind of patchy falling out, and it is also speckled with white. Um, I'm going to, like, crouch down in front of him and just be like, Ugh. hey, man, do you, do you need some help? <laughs> Are you good? No. no, no. <laughs> Do you actually laugh while saying it? <laughs> no. I can't. Imagine, imagine just walking up to a homeless student being like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey guy." Who <laughs> said he was homeless? He's just a bum on the street. <laughs> Maybe he got drunk and lost his way. <laughs> Don't no, lose your no, way. No, no, no. Not from the likes of you, and he kind of like pushes your hand away. Roll a um, intelligence good... check for me real quick. Um, and the guy with the highest charisma in our party is also the half demon. <laughs> oh, shut up. Well, he's he's got to have high charisma when people hate him that much, you know? Yeah, dude. That's Survival of the fittest. Yeah. <laughs> um, what am I rolling again? Intelligence check. An intelligence... Yeah, medicine one. Wisdom. You can do either one. You can do me- with medicine Ooh, or... Options. Uh, I got a 12. 12. Okay, so... You know a little bit about Ethereal Dew, and you know it makes your eyes look like they have cataracts. Oh. I'm I'm assuming it's some sort of hallucinogen. So it's a drug that you intake through your fingernails and hair and beard. So it's very popular with dwarves and extremely popular with things like minotaurs or creatures where they can just, like, immerse themselves in it. Right. Okay. But yes, it's it connects you to the ethereal plane, and when it does so, when you stop using it, parts of your soul have been drained into the ethereal plane, and it leaves you slightly less of a person each time you use it, until you uh, just so this go is insane. something clerics hate. Oh, it's heroin. It's, yeah, Pretty much. yeah, I was about to say, it's heroin. <laughs> it's also, like fantasy heroin. heroin. Can Where can I find this? some? <laughs> Real quick, can we title this episode Street Bums and Drug Deals? (laughs) Street Bums and Drug Deals? Awesome. Yeah. The Um, the worst part about it is that it makes your hair fall out, 
so eventually you get to the point where you can't use it and you die from just going insane from withdrawal. You're losing from hair loss. I yeah, like this. From hair loss. Oh, which means okay. that Al Ghoul can't use it, otherwise he'll die immediately. Wait, why? He's bald. He's got a, no, he's got a sick beard. Yeah, bro, you see my uh, beard? Okay. My beard is popping, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just Al Ghoul speaking Russian and then just, hey, my beard's popping, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just came back from the Imperial plane. <laughs> it was fucking whack. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh man so but here's that pg rating i already marked it as uh explicit i <laughs> this dwarf like shoves your um new hand away and he says not from the likes of those empire get out of my face um so after he pushes my hand away my eyes kind of go all white and my teeth sharpen in the needles Right? And I grab him harder and I'm like, you don't know what you're getting into. Um, roll a intimidation check. Okay. Uh, 18. 18. Let me roll for him. He's intimidated. Um, yeah, he, he can't see. He's got cataracts. <laughs> One second. Did you just pop him out and do? I popped an ethereal do. What's <laughs> <laughs> popping, bruh? Um, the beard's not the only thing popping. I'm gonna guess okay. this is not a natural substance. <laughs> no, I'm so, pretty sure they have to manufacture it. So you like kind of. He, he goes to shove your hand away, but you say, You don't know what you're getting into. And his eyes grow wide and he pushes himself back against the wall further and he's like fine whatever what do you want i kind of walk up and be like dude you're gonna give the guy a heart attack i just glare up at you and then look back at the guy and i'm like i'm just wondering where i can get some of this ethereal do where's the den the, the den why do you want to go there that's my business i just want to know where it is he's looking and to buy once you tell me where it is i'll be out of your hair fine fine come with me and he stands up slowly and stumbles his way. Like, he can't see super great. It looks like he's been um, using recently. And mm -hmm. just some quick questions, maybe when we get to like a like a pause point. Okay. He stumbles his way down the street and leads you to um, block eleven. And on the corner of block eleven, there is a sign that says seven, comma eleven. Oh, <laughs> and we found the convenience <laughs> store. I hate you. And we're getting a curry of dew from 7-Eleven. <laughs> and there is... Is that the slushy flavor? Slushy flavor, red slushy. There is a... So, while that's happening real quick, um, how does Marius, is that how you pronounce it? Marius? What? Goddess. Marius, is that her name? Oh, My Myris? Uh, hold up. So, how does Maya see devils and demons? Um, devils and demons are still a form of life, so she doesn't care as much about them as she would um, undead. Um, do I know a lot about tieflings? Are they are they like standard D and D tieflings or? Yeah. Um, it's what happens when something that comes out of a rift will 
It's the result of when a human and something that comes out of the rift mingle. Okay, so okay. you come to block more <laughs> seven, a place called the Thief's Mead Hall, which seems like an awkward thing to call an inn. I'm into it. So it's not the den? Uh, no, this, it's the front for the den, genius. Oh. Am I there yet, too? Yeah, I assumed that you three went. Oh, you were. I was separate. He, he and I'm still figured off out my contacts. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going into the, the Hero's Cup, and I'm looking for Caldink to see if he's in there right now. Okay, so you walk into the Hero's Cup, and there is a goblin in the back corner. And there currently is a bullywug shouting at him. And the bartender seems to um, be eyeing his automatic crossbow. Like, you can tell he's, he's pretty sure there's going to be a fight that, that breaks out, and he does not want that. I'm going to walk over the bullywug and just put, like, a big old six-foot-tall human hand on his shoulder and look down the at hand? him. Wait, the hand is six feet tall? <laughs> yes, my hand is six feet tall. Don't worry about it. Ooh, that's <laughs> hot. <laughs> Wait, is the... Is the rest of you proportional, or is like... <laughs> no, my hand is as tall as me. It's Have a long you, story. If you've ever taken a psychology class and you look at the homunculus... <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, I just okay. look like that. <laughs> now I've got this it. This is just one of my hands. Um... <laughs> so you place your hand on this boy Wug's shoulder, and he looks back at you, and the goblin, Caldink, just kind of smiles and knows that he's safe. I'm sorry, I need to speak with your friend over here. Right. Well, well, you see, he took my money, and since you're with the Rift Watch, you should help me. And I suppose you have proof that he took your money. Yeah, he, he cast a spell on me. We was all playing the game of yeah. dice, and that goblin right there cast a spell on you. Yeah. Uh, he cast a spell on you. He cast a spell. <laughs> on you. Just roll with it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the heath cast a spell on this guy i wasn't there yeah i know i don't know that yeah, yeah, took the I, money i'm on his I, side I, I, he cast the spell what an idiot either either he cast a spell which i'm, I'm pretty sure it was because how i felt after or he put something in our drinks but i didn't have a headache after so i'm pretty sure it was magical okay so you think that goblin right there yeah is secretly a wizard uh-huh and he casts a spell on you to steal the jump change you were betting on cards. Yep, sounds about right. That's how he cheats, too. Checks out with me. Not there, he. <laughs> yes, I am. Arthur, I think that? he's had one too many. Going to escort him outside. He looks over at you and goes, All right, thanks. <laughs> Don't want him anywhere near here right now. Do I need to grapple this man, or is he just going to let me take him outside? <laughs> Um, seeing as how the bartender has now grabbed his um, repeating crossbow and you are right there he knows he's outnumbered especially since Cal Link is right behind him mm -hmm. he'll cooperate and let you leave him out if he just walks out and leaves I'm not going to be a victim about it just like does bullywug skin that's supposed to be moist all the time react to being in a, a windy plateau well I mean he's underground yeah we're, we're a few floors underground okay, here. he's right. probably fine if he's if he's outside and you're standing behind him, it's like having a, a cool breeze. It's a humid. It's a it's a it's a humidifier. It's a humidifier. Yeah, it's a humidifier. <laughs> All right. But, uh, once he leaves, I'm gonna pull up a seat next to Calvin and like clap him on the back. 
Hey, Calvin, how's tricks? Well, I'd say pretty good. You would believe how much money I made off of them three last night? Uh, it sounds like quite a lot. Oh, quite a bit. They've been playing with me for over a month. They managed to win what what I had back. We've been playing with the same pool of money, see? They managed to win what I had back You're from. welcome. And then, out of nowhere, they fall asleep and I could just take it all back. Anyway, thanks for getting me out of that pickle. Yeah, yeah, Why? of course. What brings you here today? Well, you, you know our certain arrangement where uh, you rely on our benevolence and we rely on your information gathering skills. I'm starting to recall it, yes. I was wondering if you happen to have uh, gathered any information on some people called the Grey Claws and their hideout known as the Den. They're drug pushers. Yes. Uh, they, yeah. Listen. He leans over to you and checks to make sure that no one else has gotten uh, come into the inn. The bartender seems to be over washing tankards from last night. And he goes, Listen. Floor 7, Block 11, there's a second entryway. If you go down into the sewers, they poked a hole in their wall in the basement. Right through the sewers. Sneak in there and you'll get them. I haven't messed with them because I could pay, but I gotta watch out for my back, you know, keep my name in. They make me a little bit of money, but, you know, you made me a lot of money, so here's to paying it forward, I guess. <laughs> Thanks, Cal. A uh, bit of a long shot. Do you have any idea why they'd be interested in uh, ancient tablets from, uh, I already forgot what the place is called. Garden uh, of Stones. Garden of Stones. Yeah, an ancient tablet from the Garden of Stones? Like, a lot of interest in it? I mean, I know that they're just small fish. Uh, I mean, maybe they got wrapped up into something bigger, but go in and, well, you can ask them for yourselves once you get in there, can't you? Sure can. Thanks, Calvin. Yep. Any time. Gonna, like, leave a couple of gold on the table, but like, hey, have a couple of rounds up. He smiles really wide. He pulls out this bag from his waist, and it's about the size of a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> clicks the coins into there and draws it shut and goes, Thanks, mate. <laughs> he doesn't I'm going to go meet up with everyone else then. Alrighty. So we, uh, we leave with everyone on floor 7, block 11. Alright, Henry, you can stop the recording. Alright. No, wait, Tristan, do the outro. Alright, boys. Hey guys, uh, it's me, Stuart. I just wanted to thank you for giving us a listen. I hope we can get out more content to you guys soon. In the meantime, if you enjoyed the show, share the show with your friends, adventuring party, or family on social media. Give us a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you found us. And join our Discord. Again, link is in the description. Thanks.